ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Contentino Digest, your favorite podcast and newsletter created by social media managers for social media managers. Today, we continue with my last week's host, Paula. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. So let's start with the podcast already. I've prepared some interesting news and updates. Is there anything about Twitter again? Oh, yeah, you bet. Musk is saying that the Twitter deal is now on hold because more data are pending on the actual number of fake accounts in the app. Okay, that's unexpected. Well, unexpected is also an Instagram latest update on stories, but I'll tell you more later about this one. <laughs> Want to build attention? <laughs> So what's the last topic? <laughs> of course. Uh, and the last topic is about LinkedIn updating the feed algorithm and downranking engagement baiting posts and polls. Ooh, these are some really good ones. So let's start with LinkedIn. Why did they decide to do this? If I'm not mistaken, these are the most popular post formats. Well, to start from the absolute beginning, just so we can better understand this problem, user activity on LinkedIn continues to rise, with the platform reporting record levels of engagement growth for six quarters in a row and continuing. But as always, where there's more opportunity for attention, there will also be growth hackers and those looking for ways to game this platform algorithm to maximize their content performance. Okay, I get that this may seem like hacking, but... We hack algorithms on Instagram and TikTok as well. And these platforms are not making it harder for us by downranking these hacks. That's absolutely true. But the case of LinkedIn is a little different, or at least LinkedIn itself is saying that. LinkedIn stated that we've seen a number of posts that expressly ask or encourage the community to engage with content via likes or reactions, posted with the exclusive intent of boosting reach on the platform. We've heard this type of content can be misleading and frustrating for some of you. We won't be promoting this type of content and we encourage everyone in the community to focus on delivering reliable, credible and authentic content. Okay, that's fair. If the users don't like it, there's no way they should leave this on the platform. So is the same case for polls? Yes. Polls are also a bit of cheat code to LinkedIn engagement with the simplicity of engaging, making it a tempting lure to get more engagement. But again, now the marketers have overdone it and LinkedIn users have had enough of the polls for the time being. Does that mean that I shouldn't post any polls from now on? Um, that's not to say you shouldn't use them, but just be very that they won't reach as far anymore and they may not be as beneficial as they have been. Okay, got it. Uh, is that everything new about LinkedIn? Actually, I have one more thing. Um, more LinkedIn users are now able to opt out of political content in the app which was in the testing from, I think, February and is now expanding the test to more users ahead of potentially a broader launch. That's really interesting. Well, for the most part, political posts probably don't even fit on LinkedIn anyway. But then again, many people do work in political and advocacy roles, which could theoretically also be caught up in this, which may impact platform reach and performance for some users and brands. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But I hope they'll be able to do this without harming political and advocacy roles. I'm just thinking about how nice it would be if Facebook had this option. <laughs> I'm thinking about the same thing, Paula. That would be a game changer for sure. <laughs> But let's move on from politics and LinkedIn to Instagram. I'm super curious about the mysterious update. Well, I don't even know how to start on this one. Uh, <laughs> that can be good. Well, um, Instagram just 
out of nowhere is testing hiding story parts unless you tap show all button. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. So um, Instagram will show you only the first three stories from one profile. And then if you want to see more, you have to tap and open them. What's the point of this? Well, mm, we get no explanation as usual, but I've read some social media managers comments on this and there are two sides. One hates Instagram and is probably changing their expertise after this, which I can totally relate to. Um, and then there are some social media managers that are better than the rest of us. And one of them commented this. Most people exit if they see more than three or so stories from the same account anyway. And with fewer stories, I tripped my stories engagement. So this is good. Tell your clients fewer stories is the way to go. Is that true? Are people leaving after three stories? I don't have the data, but I can see that this could be true because <laughs> I do the same thing. But I wouldn't say that from now on we have to post only three stories. I would do the opposite. Uh, if you're able to do the three in a really interesting way, so the user would be motivated to open the rest of the stories, it can be a new engagement tool for us. Look at you, you little social media hacker. <laughs> I mean, I don't like this update at all. Uh, it only gives us more work again. But if they're really gonna do this, this would be the way I would approach it. If it would be successful, that's hard to tell. Okay, Vanessa, thank you. So... Can we move on to the last topic? Let's do this. So the Twitter deal is on hold. Why? And what does this mean? Well, four days ago, via, of course, a tweet, Musk announced that his proposed purchase of the company had been temporarily put on hold, pending additional details from Twitter to support its claim that spam and fake accounts represent less than 5% of its users. Why does this matter to him? Well, many have speculated what this now means and whether it could be an attempt by Musk to back out of the deal entirely. Because the idea that just 5% of Twitter's active user base are bots seems fanciful, especially given that Twitter has been reporting this exact percentage of fake accounts since its initial public offering back in uh, 2013. So that's probably far from the truth. Yeah, well, Twitter makes this assessment based on a sample of its 229 million users, which conveniently has indicated that exactly 5% of its accounts are fake every single time that it's been run. If they know about this 5%, why they just don't get rid of them? That's a great question. Maybe they did, but they've come back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, various independent researchers have tried to estimate this. Back in 2017, a joint study conducted by researchers from the University of Southern California and Indiana University found that around 15% of Twitter's user base were bots rather than people. In 2018, Twitter suspended or removed more than 70 million accounts that it had determined were fake. At that time, Twitter had 330 million monthly active users, which would suggest that around 20% of its user count were not actual real people. Okay, but what would that mean for the deal with Musk? Okay, well, first off, Musk had said that he's still committed to the deal and is not looking for a way out. Some have questioned the truth of this, but um, at face value, we have to assume that Musk is simply looking for clarification rather than an escape route. Ah, uh, okay. Because it seemed like this could be a deal breaker. And it also amazes me that such a big company as Twitter doesn't know the exact percentage of their fake accounts. 
That's likely what Musk is pointing to here. If Twitter is not being honest in its calculations, Musk can't properly estimate future potential, which limits his capacity to accurately value the company and attract outside investment for his bid. So he should be able to lower it. I mean, that's definitely a clever move. He knows what he's doing. And you do too, Vanessa. (laughs) Great topics once again. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you, Paula, for being here and all of you for listening to this episode. I really hope you liked it. And if you did, please consider leaving us a review at your favorite streaming service or just write us a message. We really appreciate your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter or podcast at digest.contentino.com. Goodbye.